Well, you know when we say we've got a special edition of the Down and Nerdy Podcast, you know we're going to go big, and that's exactly what we're doing this week because DC's Legends of Tomorrow is airing their finale tomorrow night. That's this Thursday, 8 o'clock Eastern on the CW, and we've got the evil Vandal Savage with us this week, Casper Crump. How are you doing today? I'm doing very good. Thank you for having me, guys. All the way from Denmark, Copenhagen. I hear it's beautiful over there, actually. It is very beautiful. Brick roads. I'm actually right now looking out uh, of the window in my office. It's brick road. It's uh, There's a canal and the sun is setting. It's beautiful. Tall ships in the water and everything is uh, dandy. It sounds like a simpler time where you are. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, on the outside, it might look simple, but that creates a whole lot of chaos on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. Just so, like with my character. <laughs> yeah, as a matter of fact, when you were first cast as Vangel Savage, yeah. I think Nick and I were both kind of blown away at how much you actually resemble the character from the comics. Were you actually aware of that when you went to the audition? When I went to the audition, yeah. But before that, I must admit... I heard the name, but I hadn't much of a sort of a recollection of uh, Vandal Savage as a character. So I was like, I always go in and I research my, when I, you know, set up for an edition, I go in and research what I can get from the net. And the first thing I looked at was like, oh my God, he fucking looks like me. (laughs) (laughs) And, And, you know, that never happens. It's like, all right, we're casting this. We want him to be like blonde and, and a bit overweight. And I'm like, oh, OK, that that probably can't be me. So <laughs> when I saw Vandal Savage with the long, like dark hair and a beard, I was like, all right, this can actually work out. I, I don't even have to have a talent. I look like this. <laughs> <laughs> but I have tried to combine to combine the both, put in a little, you know, bit of talent and the looks as well. So I was excited. I was excited. And of course, when I did the uh, audition, I kind of, you know, let my hair loose and uh, I took on a, I put on like a blazer, like, a, you know, with sharp shoulders and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of to make him look a little bit majestic or uh, what would you say, like, uh, you know, royal or something like a yeah. little bit uh, Vandal Savage-ish. And uh, I did a self-tape in my apartment and the guy who was supposed to like shoot the audition on the camera, he, he, he bailed on me. So I called up my, my neighbor and he had never done anything like that. He was like, all right, so I just press play and all right, you know, and we shot it. And it was one of those where I was kind of like, uh, this is not working out. Let's just forget about it. And I did like two or three takes and there was a, like a, a Spanish orchestra outside of my window. I don't know why. Maybe it was a wedding or something. So all the way through the uh, audition, there was like a... (laughs) (laughs) This is never going to work. Never going to work. Oh, my gosh. I send it over, and a couple of days later, they were like, all right, you got the part, man. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) It's probably because of all that music. Like, he's so culturally, you know, into things. So, yeah. They were so entertained by the music that you got it. <laughs> exactly. So, but that was, uh, yeah, it, it was one of those. It was a, it was a good time. <laughs> and, and Casper, and you're talking about shooting stuff. Well, last week we were, was revealed that there was a huge reveal that the Time Masters were actually working with yeah. Vandal Savage the whole time. And that was just a huge moment. So what was it like for you to film such a huge reveal like that? The thing is, from an actor's point of view, 
Mm-hmm. It's 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 not very different from shooting other scenes, because I have to find the importance in every scene, even though it's like you know, uh, a little simple scene with a small uh, I don't know twist or a big scene as revealing my collab with the Time Masters. So from an actor point of view, it's kind of the same feeling. Uh, but when I read the script, I must say that wasn't like five days before we shot the scene because they write on the go as as we go. So we kind of only get the scripts a couple of days before sometimes, mm-hmm. maybe a week. I was kind of blown away. I, you know, I was like, OK, is that what he's doing? <laughs> but on the other hand, I was kind of hoping and in the back of my mind, I was kind of, hmm, there must be something. He can't be all on himself. He can't be all alone in this. And of course, of course, he's working for the Time Masters. Or are they working for him? Oh, exactly. I mean, when, when we saw that, we were like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, that was a huge moment. Yeah. Huge it, moment. Yeah. I think Rip Hunter felt the same way. <laughs> yeah. I think it was a little surprised, but I mean, there's, there's a lot of sides to Vandal Savage. I mean, not only is he a skilled warrior, but he's also a master manipulator. We see that a lot. So what do you feel like is his biggest weapon? I don't know if it's his biggest weapon, but the immortality thing is of course his, his biggest asset. Cause, and also from an actor's point of view, he knows that no matter how deep the shit is that he's in, he can always come back and redo it. Right. And never die. And that is actually something from my point of view as, you know, acting this is it changes the whole way to approach a character because you will always have in a regular situation with a regular person that can die. You will always have that. I better, you know, do it right the first time. But with Vandal, he's kind of, you know, he doesn't give a rats, you know, because yeah. <laughs> uh, he can always get out of the situation, even if, you know, if it's death or temporarily death or whatever, uh, pris- in, in, imprisonment or whatever, he, he can always um, figure it out. That combined with his brain, with the way he thinks, I think that's a very strong cocktail. The fighting is secondary, but, you know, it helps when people want to fight him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Of course, we're talking with Casper Crump, who, of course, plays Vandal Savage on DC's Legends of Tomorrow. The season finale airs this Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern on The CW. So, Casper, throughout the season, Savage has had both a connection and a, a fascination with Kendrick, a Hawkgirl. What do you think makes their relationship so dynamic and interesting? How will their view of one another play into the season finale? What makes it interesting, when I kind of took on my portrayal of Vandal, I was like, why is this guy this way? What's in it for him? Why does he want world domination? Why does he want this? And what's the thing about falling in love with with a bird girl? Um, So instead of just playing Vandal, you know, two-dimensional, just making him all evil, or uh, I wanted to, like, put in something more important. And the writers, you know, of course, did that with uh, with the Kendra character. Is it kind of like that thing, like, you have that, that's like that one person you, you want, you know, you can't have? Oh, totally. Totally. And we all know what that feels like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you, right? Even though that you are a supervillain and you can have everything else in the world, I mean, that sort of takes the stakes pretty much up there because the one thing you can't have 
is going to mean so much more to you. Oh, exactly. And and, and I, I think that's part of his motivation. Oh, exactly. It's kind of one of those things like, you know, what's the point of ruling if you have nobody to rule with? You right, know? exactly. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, what's the point of having everything if the one thing that you want you can't have? Yeah, what's a king without a queen, right? Yeah. Exactly. But, I mean, you've added so much depth to this character over the season. As a matter of fact, another big reveal through the season was when we found out about Vandal Savage's daughter, and, and then she kind of turns against him right after that. So how did you think that affected Savage after that point, and do you think it changed the way that his character was actually perceived on the show? I do. I do. Acting-wise, I did not do anything different after we shot that scene. But for the whole story and the, what people read out of what they see, it, I think it has changed a lot. And I was trying in that scene with Cassandra, who did an excellent job, by the way, to give Vandal that, you know, one of the, I, don't, I wouldn't say the first glimpse of a human, but something that touched him and something that gave him a weakness. Mm-hmm. And I, I just hope that worked because if it did, it would change the pe- uh, people's perspective on him from that point and, uh, and through the rest of the season. Oh, yeah, it definitely did. And, you know, all season long we've been traveling through different periods and eras of time and literally space. So what was mm. your favorite era and decade to shoot in? And what was, what's one decade or era that hasn't been explored in the show that you would like to travel to personally? I, I called up the writers when it was revealed that I wasn't in the Western episode. And I was like, guys, come on. <laughs> I was, I was, I mean, he was born to be in that era. He, I mean, he has everything that resembles. Anyway, they didn't want to change it. I think they actually put up like a hidden poster in the background with a Vandal Savage sketch saying Wanted. I don't know if people saw that, but I think that it's actually in the episode. The 50s was really, really nice, both aesthetically. I think it's a beautiful period. It's a beautiful time. I don't know. The whole sort of feel to it really um, attracted me. A time where I want to go is that I kind of like, I know the writers changed it. And I think when you adapt a comic to the big screen or television, things change. And I totally accept that. But one thing I would like to, you know, I was hoping that they would do at one point was to go back to that time when he was a uh, caveman, you know, prehistoric age, back where he was the leader of the uh, of a clan and, uh, you know, get, got exposed to the meteorite and got his powers. I would love to do that. That would be very that interesting. Would really neat, Wouldn't it yeah. be cool? I mean, the whole yeah. episode, bare-chested, oiled up in a little, Long you know, there you go. <laughs> Wear the giant tiger skin, the mastodon oh, stuff. Totally. Yeah, let's do that. Well, Vandal Savage has definitely been through a lot, not just on Legends of Tomorrow. I mean, he's technically the only one that's actually been able to kill the arrow and the flash, even though Barry went back in time to stop <laughs> it. So everything he's done and all the major stuff that's happened on Legends of Tomorrow without spoiling anything, what mm. can fans expect going into the finale on Thursday night? You mentioned Barry going back in time when we did the crossover on Flash. Uh, I can't say much about the uh, finale, but I can say there will be time travel. Nice. (laughs) A lot 
of time travel. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cash, before we get you out of here, man, where can people find you on social media? Where you can find me on social media, you can find me on Instagram, Cass Crump. Instead of Casper Crump, it's called Cass Crump, C-A-S-C-R-U-M-P, on Instagram. And I think my Twitter might be Casper Crump on Twitter. I'm an Instagram kind of guy, so that's where you're going to find my updates, my pictures from what I do and who I hang with and stuff. So. Yeah, you're, you're, there was a video Sierra and put up where it's like you and her came like a little bit of a sing-off, and it was just hilarious. Mm-hmm. I did good, right? You did very well. You did excellent. <laughs> very impressive. And, and she also, she yeah, she, did, she, can't, she can't not smile in anything either. We noticed that. <laughs> that's true. We talked to her. We talked to her during the uh, during the premiere, and mm-hmm. she just was. La- it seemed like she was smiling and laughing through the entire thing. Is that just kind of what she does all the time? That is what she does. She's a very lovely uh, colleague and friend, and uh, a happy person. Uh, she smiles, and I mean, uh, but all the, my colleagues are great. I mean, we have the best cast ever. I think. Uh, we work together well, and we just enjoy what we do. And I, I really enjoy what I do. I'm so privileged to be on this show, and I've had through the first season a ball. I've just been pinching myself every day, being able to go to work with great people, great crew, great cast, and have fun and throw knives and you know. <laughs> You know, explosions and superheroes flying around you is just so much fun. <laughs> and we can't wait to see how it all ends. DC's <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow Season 1 finale is going to be airing tomorrow night. That's Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern on The CW. We are so glad to have Vandal Savage, Casper Crumb. Thank you so much for joining us for this special Thanks edition. for having me, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Man, after that interview, I really just want to chill with Vandal Savage. Like, he just seems like... Like beneath beneath all that that wanting of power, it's just like, yeah, you're a pretty cool dude, man. <laughs> yeah, strolling down the streets of Denmark, watching the ships go by. I mean, it just sounds so peaceful to be hanging out with Vandal Savage. And I mean, man, for Casper Crump to be able to join us to talk about DC's Legends of Tomorrow and the big finale that's coming up. I mean, who knew you could have such fun with Vandal Savage? Exactly. Of course, the finale is going to be airing tomorrow night. Of course, Thursday at eight p.m on the CW. Be sure to watch it. and It's going to be a, a blast, man. I mean, this whole first season has just been amazing what they've done. Absolutely. And even if this is sitting on your DVR and you haven't had a chance to watch it live on Thursday, of course, we didn't spoil anything. So this is a good way for you to be able to get ready, grab the family, sit in front of the DVR. Hopefully you're watching it live. Or if you are watching it on the DVR. Hey, or like, yeah, go ahead. Or do this. Watch it live, but also if you could DVR at the same time so that we can go back and watch it over and over and yeah, over again. Yeah, exactly, because not only that, you've got stuff that you might not have seen the first time. He mentioned right. that little Easter egg about the poster in the background. Maybe you missed that one of the episodes, so you got to rewatch it. That way you'll be able to catch stuff that you might have missed, all those Easter eggs in the finale. Exactly. That's going to do it for this special edition of the Down Nerdy Podcast. Again, hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash Down Nerdy, on Twitter at Down Nerdy 757, and Instagram at Down Nerdy 757. I'm at Merck with one arm, Mr. Witham. I'm at James Ace Witham. That's W-I-T-H-A-M. And you can always find all of our exploits, interviews, and episodes, reviews as well, up at downandnerdypodcast.com. Exactly. And episode 113 is going to air this coming Friday as well, so be aware of that coming into the end of the week. But hey, 
Thanks again to Casper Crump. Go watch the season finale of Legends of Tomorrow. It's going to be a great, great episode.